You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast for these best shows and movies. I'm Cash. And I'm Jake. And we are a man down. We are yeah. fanboy down. <laughs> fanboy down. So <laughs> it might not be as positive, but I think we're all liking this episode with the mid-season finale, episode eight. Uh, Walking Dead. Oh, Walking Dead. Absolutely. <laughs> that is why we are down a fanboy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, heart still beating. Yeah, which they snuck into the episode a few times. I think Aaron was pretty much his only line. In Possibly. some shape, way, or form. Yep, Aaron was strong this episode. Yeah, he, he really was, but I specifically remember him saying, my heart's still beating, isn't it? I was like, th- oh. Yeah. A little on the nose, a little weird. Um, I thought Michonne's speech, it could have taken something from that instead. Because yeah. hers was a little stronger. Um, but yeah, I agree. We got ourselves the second strongest episode of this half season. Who was directed by... Michael Satrasimus. Bless you. <laughs> and that was total guess on how that's pronounced, but we, still. I, I pass it off because I butchered names and I didn't need this one on my on my hands. <laughs> there was enough blood to be passed around this episode. Uh, yeah, so once again, second strongest, I think mainly because this was good Negan. Yep. Um, and as Zach predicted, it gave us the deaths that we were pretty much anticipating. Some of the deaths. Well, yes. One it, of the deaths. It gave us deaths, and we, we were just anticipating yeah. those in general. Yeah. Um, no, well, we could call Spencer a major character. At least we know his name and, yes. and like stuff like that, but uh, I don't know. They didn't kill any of the majors, the major majors, um, but I thought all around strong deaths, very plot-moving deaths. Um, we shook up the game board, and I'm very excited for that. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped, and we had a few good scenes this episode. There's still some nonsense in there that we'll talk about, but overall, it's classic Walking Dead. Yeah. They gave us a total dog shit season, but they gave us opener that got us salivating, had to deal with the shitty season, and then they gave us a closer that makes you care. About watching next yeah, season. And I really hope that they don't do the same exact formula in the second half of the season Oof. that they did this season. You no, know, that'll be miserable. Um, they set it up for a really good season. Fast paced. Yeah. they. It should be strong. So I'm excited. But anyway, instead of wasting all of our time on that, let's just dive into the episode. Absolutely. And we start off back, I think, with just Rick and Aaron, no? Um, God, man, now I have to try to remember how this thing bounced around a little bit. So, but we'll just talk about Rick and Aaron. That may have been the start. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Rick and Aaron, if, you know, they're all still on the bank talking about how they're going to get to the houseboat. You find out that that little John boat that's on the bank has got holes shot all in it. Which, uh, okay, you know, he wanted to make this as difficult as possible for whoever. I was okay with that. You know, you had Rick, you know, you don't have to go, yada, yada, yada. I still think only one person should have gone. The entire time I'm thinking, it was like, the more people in this little John boat, the more weight and the faster this thing is going to sink and take in water. Yeah, I don't know why they don't, they do it often, but it's clear that you can distract walkers. Yeah. So, just have one person on the shore. One person go to one side of the pond Mm -hmm. and try to get all the walkers to come to him and distract him while the other one just takes the boat onto the yeah because i mean you could just bring that canoe back over 
if you needed to, you know? Or yeah. just, just keep one right there. Yeah, I don't know. This, as much as I like Rick and Aaron together, I thought this was good, really good, like, character involvement on, mm-hmm. on the screen. You know, they have a good banter together. Like seeing Aaron give a nice front kick, dropping that piece of that sign. Perfectly um, split it in half. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, he says, I'm seeing this through, you know. But once they got in the boat, I'm just, and Cash and I talked about this, I hated them using the oars to kill the walkers with when Rick has the axe yeah, on his hip. absolutely hate it. I was like, it, it'll take you half a second to just unclip it, whip that thing out like a badass, and just start lopping off heads. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, it's tough for me, especially with these two, even especially with Rick involved, but with these two, long-time survivors. And remember, Aaron was a scout. Oh, yeah. He knows how to handle himself, too. But these two, to look somewhat weak up against these waterlogged walkers. I mean, this was the epitome of shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, I just... There's going to be slow moving. You know, I'm just like, I don't know, man. I, I love seeing these two on the screen together, but this scene didn't just do it for me. Because, like I said, I think they once again went for a cool um here, set piece here's what i want how do we make it happen yeah and it just it fell flat for me it fell a little flat uh, i agree but i will say as soon as aaron was in the water i thought we lost him well i thought we might get one of those like things where that he comes up is like i'm okay and then we find out he's bitten later yeah. and i was worried about that cuz i don't want to lose aaron as a character no, because I think um, he's one of the highest potential characters we still have on the show. Yes, absolutely. I think he has a long run. He's strong. I s- could see Aaron running Alexandria at some point. Ooh. Because um, I don't think Rick wants to be in fucking charge anymore after <laughs> all this. You know what I'm saying? But Aaron is strong. You know what I mean? So, anyway, they do get across the water. Aaron's okay. Although he has to come down with the worst infections and like dysentery. Yeah, Lord knows what was in this water. All of these walkers and everything. It doesn't matter. You got to have pink eye. You got to have every (laughs) disease known to man on you right now. Hepatitis squirrel. All of it. Just brutal. Brutal nasty. Anyway, they get up. They get on the houseboat. Few good guns, Mm -hmm. but all out of ammo. Conveniently out of ammo. Well, no, it makes sense. This guy would waste his ammo. No, I mean, I understand that, but we just so happen that we know somebody who can make bullets, and now we have all these guns with no True. bullets. True. That, that's why I was saying, huh, a little convenient, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get uh, we get one box they open up, and it's a middle finger on a piece of paper saying, congratulations for winning, but you still lose. Now, at this point in time, I also got really scared that there was some kind of explosive. Or a bomb. A, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I thought there was a booby trap somewhere on I there. I was like, oh, God, this is about to get ugly. I it's can't like, wait. Oh, Aaron, you survived the water. And then just, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the bottom of the ship falls out. And then yeah. This was, oh, great. This is going to the same exact place as our stolen U-Haul full of Yeah, absolutely. And everything. Absolutely. Thanks, Jesus, for that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. This is and like they're like, yeah, the wind's blowing this way. You know, we can get it pushed to sail ten minutes, or we can get put it on land ten minutes, no problem. Huh. 
Okay, I didn't understand this. How they got this thing from the middle of the lake to land with their board oars. Their board oars. You got me. I I didn't understand this. No. <laughs> if one of y'all out there have a better idea, maybe we just missed it when they gave the great explanation. Yeah. Please let us know. Now, if the boat had some big long like poles on it and they could just like push on the pole, you know, push on the ground and Even push across to get this heavy boat from a standstill. Yeah, but once you got it moving, it would it would keep going. Okay. You know, momentum wouldn't push it. But still. Yeah. Like, it's a perfectly not... good canoe there. <laughs> exactly. But they did unload quite a bit of stuff off this oh. boat. Um, so, good thing they did get it to the shore. Because yeah. otherwise, that would have been some hella effort and they a lot a, of trips. They got a great haul. But also, I realized how close the gate was to this lake. And so, it was like how they didn't see this. I understand it was at night. But it's like 20 feet. Well, it was 20 feet to that sign. Wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean... Remember, they crossed several signs. I mean, they just crossed like the one bar, and then I think they were right at the sign, but I digress. I don't know. I yeah. think I think the, the gap they put in there was to suggest that there was... A good bit of hiking. good bit of hike from the fence line to that spot to the water. You know, I mean, no, just past the fence, or I mean, just past the sign is the lake, but I think there was a good bit of hike from the road to that sign. So then we just have that awkward thing of the truck just magically appeared. I I know I'm looking too deep into it. It's Walking Dead. I apologize. Yeah. but No, I know what you're saying. But we anyway. also get a mysterious boot yeah. in this scene. And just with, a boot. With some wires wrapped around the very top of the boot. Any, uh, any guesses? Friend or foe? Well, no. What are you thinking? Only thing I can think of is this, the guy that actually wrote these signs and stuff. And that this is just a, almost like, yeah, maybe he did run out of ammo and stuff like that. And he just wanted to see who was brave enough to come and get his stuff? Oh, yeah. And then follow whoever that is, basically like a lure, you know what I mean? And and then follow him back to where more supplies might be. But, I mean, as one man, I don't see what he could be. Don't I, I think this guy's dead. Uh, I, I'm A-okay with believing this guy. Oh, and I, we kind of skipped over him. What did you think about the walker and the canoe? I had to rewind it just to make sure that there actually there was an actual walker there the entire time. Was there? There really was. I had to pause, freeze frame it. You can see it wrapped up in covers and like perfectly covered with life vests and stuff. But why but it, is it still in there? You got me. You why know? isn't it moving? Why is it just laying perfectly still waiting for that unfortunate person to reach into the canoe? Yeah, I can't give you all of that, but I can tell you that there was a walker there. <laughs> Outside of that, yeah, no, I didn't uh, like it either. Once again, I mean, they just don't follow their own zombie rules. No, this thing would have been out in the water, you know, we, tip the canoe over. <laughs> we, we've only got a hundred, yeah. you know, from one of the uh, people on the Facebook I saw put bobbers, but I mean, yeah. we've got hundreds of bobbers out in the water, absolutely, and, everything. and this would just. You know, I'm a little cold. Let me wrap up in a blanket. Nice little uh, floaty. <laughs> make sure I don't drown. Yeah, I don't understand. I just, like I said, cool set piece. Let's do some things. You know, whether or not it makes any sense or follows our own rules. Eh, who gives a shit? Rule of cool, you know. I mean, rule of cool works for me. Most of the time, until you think about it at all. <laughs> and then it's like, ugh. All right, but you're thinking uh, barbed wire boots definitely foe? 
I don't know that it's a foe, but I think it's a intelligent person. Okay. Um, that's looking for something. You know, I think he's run dry at that spot, and now he's going for something new. Well, in the form of it being Aaron, you know, on this mission with Rick, I'm going to say that this is yet a new community, Jeez. and they're kind of scout. And I, the only I'm going just based off the fact that Aaron is on this thing and he's a scout, and he's being scouted by another new community that we don't know anything about. I don't know why. I've got nothing to go with it, and I do, I'm not going to say they're necessarily friendly, but the enemy of my enemy, which is Negan, is my friend kind of thing. We don't think it's an Oceanside person, do we? I don't think it's Oceanside. I don't think it's Kingdom. Like I say, I I think that this is a completely new powerhouse, and I don't know why. I don't know. I kind of think this is a loner. I don't know why. I think this is the guy that wrote the signs. I mean, I hope it's a loner because I really can't handle another community. No, I don't want another community. (laughs) But, I mean, that's what they've been building all season is just, you know, how big Georgia is at this point in time. And just all. They're not in Georgia. Oh, yeah, they're not. We're in Virginia uh, Virginia now. How big Virginia is. And I, I really hope that I'm wrong. That's another community. Right. Um,. But well, what else do we move into? I mean, I think we're pretty much just go right on the. Alexand- we're, we're back in Alexandria. We we get a good scene with um, Gabriel and Rosita. Speaking of Gabriel, I I don't know if we have an MVP watch or anything, but uh, <laughs> Gabriel's having a really really good season. Yeah, very strong. Like nothing he says, I disagree with at this point. I mean, he had the sneaky dig the graves. Yep. You know the first original talk with Spencer. Yep. You know with the shades on and everything. Then we had this speech with Rosita. I mean, he's crushed everything that he's been in. Yeah, he's been very strong. And now he's always been a good actor in other shows he's been on. He's been a good actor. Oh, like he's been, but we just we just hate his character up until this point. And now they're finally giving his character some good things to go with. And I'm over here cheering Gabriel on like, yeah, yeah, let's go Gabriel, more Gabriel. Absolutely. And he has had the job to deal with the two characters I give the least shit about. He had to talk to Spencer and he had to talk to Rosita. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, crushed it with the Spencer and then you crushed it with Rosita. It's like, awesome. You know, I was ready to go. Yeah. He's carrying a scene. With two characters that I don't even want to see on the screen that much. So, I was bravo. You know, that's fantastic. He He's actually, in the sense of being a preacher, keeping everybody glued and cohesive. Yep. And making sure that they follow the plan regardless if they want to. Yeah. And I think turns Rosita into a, I don't know, more thoughtful person. Not be so, like, rash and... Just blind of rage. Yeah, because he's basically saying, who's going to get hurt? You know, why do you have to die? You know, I know why he has to die, but why do you have to die? Now, granted, the speech might not have completely hit home by the end of the episode, but... But I think it did until what happened at the end of the episode. Yeah. You know, anyway, so we get, we also get Spencer. He's come back and, you know, the saviors are all unloading his stuff that he found. And he's all smiley. We get this 
blonde chick who wants a piece of Spencer. Yeah, who's all about Spencer. So we we have a black guy that's got a lot of tattoos. That's like it's a really good haul, you mm-hmm. know. You know this is this is a good sign. You know y'all are following the rules. This is good stuff. You know, keep this up, and you know things go well. And then the blonde chicks all like, you know, maybe we could show you back to my place and might even make you a sandwich. Yeah, or buy you a sandwich. I was like, right, really, we're, we're going there. Yeah, yeah. And she's got some wonky ass tattoo on her neck um and then of course there's eugene and she's like hey haircut you like to you like to watch great eugene lives yes <laughs> i was cracking up at it i was because i yeah. could just see it was like no you guys go on you know i'm not hurting you you're not hurting me yeah. and win win <laughs> oh man yeah yes i do <laughs> i mean uh <laughs> shut up um yeah, I, I, this is a good Eugene shot. Um, weird with tattooed chicken Spencer, but it laid the groundwork for what I had been saying that Spencer was going to try to. Yeah, it gave Spencer the needed confidence he did to make a power play. Right, but this is what I thought it was. I thought it was going to double double cross. Yeah, you know, I didn't know he would do it so blatantly. I thought it'd be more of like him sneaking out and going to talk to the saviors about what's going on, mm-hmm. but super ballsy move to go straight to Negan but I mean he was smart he went to Negan after he had a great haul and after Negan had just got done chefing it up which that looked like a fantastic uh, spaghetti spaghetti it's some biscuits yeah uh, the biscuits didn't work for me but I was really wanting spaghetti <laughs> Sunday night like I had hey, already finished eating I was like I could go for a bowl of spaghetti right now. Those are full-blown, handmade biscuits. Oh, yeah. Carl's over there rolling it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> eye out and out. everything. Yeah. Sun's out, eye out. Yeah. Um, Which Yeah, uh, gross. Get away from my food with that open <laughs> wound. All your bacteria just, yeah. just flowed right into the sauce. Gross. Did the eye look better to you this episode? Okay, so I want to talk about this. On my Instagram, because I dabble in special effects makeup on the side and stuff like that. Go ahead and shout out your Instagram, man. Uh, no. Terrible. <laughs> anyway, but come to find out, that is a practical effect really? in his eye. The last week's episode that it was showing it so much, and it, I guess it was just because it, it was, was so dark. It was so dark, it looked like it was CG inside the mm-hmm. eye socket. It's not. It is a practical effect. There's pictures of Carl with it on in the makeup room and stuff okay. like that. So it I, is real. It looks better in those Instagram photos than it does on the episodes. Yeah, because it looked it looked significantly better this week. I thought, and then like after I was watching through the episode, I was like, the lights hitting it a yeah, lot better. And it looks better in better light. Yes. So and with his hair not covering it as much. I mean, I know it's hard to hide the hair and everything, but. Yeah. It, it I, needs to be swooped away from the eye. Yeah. it's. I thought it looked better this episode as well. And it definitely looks better in the Instagram pics of how well it's done. Um, not sure it makes sense like of how the design is, but whatever. It looks better. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just some hard thing that we just can't understand because we're not behind a camera. Right. Right. But, but we get some really good Negan, I think. I mean, I, I hate to go back to what we said last week, but really just some of the best Negan we've had. Yeah, he's just, he's a lot more subtle. He's just like more chill. 
He's doing some goofy shit, you know what I mean? And props to using the straight blade as a razor. I've always wanted oh, to have yeah. one of those shaves. At some point in my life, I'll have one. First off, couldn't believe they shaved his face in the episode. Yeah. I was like, whoa. That's a, like a huge change from the beard. Well, the beard in this show typically means power. Can, yeah. But I just like, I don't know, it just like blew me away. It's like you you see him without his beard and stuff all of a sudden. It's mm-hmm. like, whoa. He looks totally different. He looks, I mean, I hate to say that he looks less intimidating, but he does. He does look less intimidating, but... And I kind of like them scruffed up. I, I think he looks cooler scruffed up, too, but this was neat to see. Like, it's not... It was so unexpected. Yeah. I didn't... I wasn't expecting it at all. And just, like, the whole time he's, like, teaching Carl. Like, I love how everything he's doing against right the grain. now. Always against the grain, son. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just teaching Carl. You know, I, I don't know why I'm getting so much enjoyment out of that, but I am. Yeah. Because it's dark. Mm-hmm. It's super dark. And I think what he's saying, always go against the grain. You know, n- always keep them on their toes. Never go the direction you think. So you think you're it's going. more than just shaving. You you think it's almost like a life lesson. Well, yeah, no, I just think it's like a a subtle hint to what could be coming later in the episode. I like it. You know, like keep them on their toes. Never let them think you know what your next choice, your decision would be. Almost a little. Uh, hate to bring Game of Thrones, but Littlefinger. Never let your enemy know what you want. Yeah, just keep your cards close to your chest. You know what I mean? So, and then when, you know, people think you're going to zig, you zag. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, anyway, some strong stuff there. We get some cool little stuff with Olivia. You know, who she's freaking out because she's supposed to be watching Judith. Oh, man. I really could have done without the Olivia terror scene. I, I thought that this was just... I, I think this was their... <laughs> last hurrah for Olivia to give her the guts. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, no, I promised Rick I'd watch Judith, and that's what I'm going to do. Just go ahead and leave. And I mean, I, I But they want... always do this, Cash. They, they do. always do this. You know they're going to pump up some character, make you care about them, even if you care very little, and then they're going to kill them. Yeah, I mean, I really had zero care for Olivia. Yeah, I... And it's not I'm, like I hated her character. She was fine. No, I mean she was perfectly okay. But I mean, I just need—I didn't need her having this much screen time. Yeah, she was on the screen quite a bit. Um, Shout out to Denise, since that's why Tara had the lemonade. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they kind of keep calling it out. Yeah, Denise really liked it. <laughs> it's like great, Tara. Yeah, it, it's powdered lemonade. It's always got to be about you, doesn't it, Tara? <laughs> Here I am crying, having yeah. to go in and deal with this monster, and you got to make it about you, Tara. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you know, um, ooh, you just came back from a nice oceanside retreat. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, some of us didn't get to go swim <laughs> and lay on the beach for a few weeks. <laughs> you know, have a nice fish. Haven't had fish in a while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so we get that. We get um, Michonne. Dealing with this chick in the car. And just realizing how big the uh, saviors are. Okay. Well, first we get chick won't talk to Michonne. I, I won't be honest. I kind of ran through this part of the episode. Yeah. So, and Michonne finally decides to let her guard down and try to talk to this chick because she thinks there's a reason she's out there on her own. Mm-hmm. Like no one else is ever scouting on their own. Why are you by yourself? 
almost like Michonne is thinking that this chick might be out there for the same reasons Michonne's out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but then the chick pulls up on this hillside and you just see like a big scattering of people down there and massive compound. And Michonne just like freaks out. She's like, couldn't believe how many people are down there. And the girl saying, you know, we're all Negan. You have no idea. It comes back to that. Yeah. But I couldn't tell what that was at the bottom of the hill. I think that was their compound. Like I the, just thought it was a smattering of walkers on the road. Man, I looked at it as, because I thought I saw some fences and everything, and I saw that as the full-on Negan compound, like where Negan stays and everything. Oh, the big factory? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I didn't see that at all. I saw, I need to go back and watch that just that little spot again and pause it just to see what I'm looking at. Yeah, to me it looked like that chick took her to their compound and everything just to be like, look, you don't realize what you're up against. So what and do you think Michonne did with this chick? I think she ended up doing exactly what she told her to. Killed her, disposed Killed her, of the vehicle, disposed the truck. made sure that no one ever found it, and then went to Hilltop for whatever reason. See, I don't think she would have killed the chick for some reason. You can't leave her alive, and Michonne's angry enough to where she doesn't have a problem killing people right now, I feel. Yeah, I mean, you really can't leave her alive. But you would it would be a strong hostage. Why? Because if you if you don't bring her to Alexandria, then like take her to Hillside and hold her captive or something. You know, take her somewhere because she does have inside information. I mean, you, you want to go as dark as torturing the chick to get some information out of her. It's not I the mean, worst idea. Maybe, but you know, Nia, she's not a bargaining chip. And, I mean, maybe she can give you a little intel. And, I mean, I know Michonne doesn't already know, but you already have Daryl. You already have Jesus. You already have Carl. And, I mean, I feel like they're going to be able to issue as much intel as this girl. Yeah, but they also don't know that they have Jesus and Carl yet. Yeah, I mean, I I know that Michonne doesn't know that, but I didn't see the girl again. And I think it's just like one of those things where the show was just like, she did what she was supposed to. Here we all are, and it all worked out. I just don't feel like this is the last time we've seen that chick. I just don't. I don't know why. Maybe like maybe you're right. Maybe it's just as simple as Michonne yeah. killed her, disposed of the car. It's done. What's done is done. One less Negan su- supporter. I mean, I hope we see this girl again because for some reason I'm intrigued by her. Yeah, because she was out there by herself. That shouldn't happen. No, and she she looks like uh, someone that we've already seen that worked with Negan. That one girl with the red hair, I know I'm just lumping people with red hair together, but she <laughs> Poor does, gingers get all lumped together. She does genuinely look like that girl. I don't know if you remember who I was talking about, but there's uh, Carol was with them. Oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, in the little yeah. um, fuel place. And she reminds me very much of her. Could be. And maybe she does have more power than I'm giving her credit for and everything, and she actually is an integral part. But I just don't see having a person from Negan's community, one of the saviors, as a good bargaining chip. No, no, no. I don't think it'll be like a bargaining chip. Yeah. Like like trade her for anything. Just get information out of her. Or just find out why the hell she was out there by herself. (laughs) But, I mean, unfortunately, I said we've got Jesus, we've got Daryl, we've got Carl. 
there's really no purpose for her. But if they can find a good use for her, I'll they, be I'll be really happy. Yeah, absolutely. Um So yeah, Michonne turns around. We don't see her for a little bit. What do we move into next? Do we get we got some snippets of Maggie climbing up the wall at the hilltop. We get douchey mayor. We get Gregory and stuff, and you know, it goes back. I said last time we saw this and stuff, I really felt that they were pushing Maggie towards a role of leadership. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think this episode kind of confirmed that. Yeah, and I think it's going to lead to Gregory doing something stupid. Um, But, I mean, man, I think he's too scared to do anything stupid. I think he's just going to die. I was really surprised that he didn't die this episode. Nah, nah, they'll they'll save that for something big. Um, Do you think the Saviors kill Gregory, or do you think we kill Gregory? Because, I mean, it's really a coin flip to be up at this point. I think it's a coin flip. You know, I don't think it'll be Maggie, but it could be like a Sasha or an Enid. I really like an Enid. That'd be kind of cool. Just to protect Maggie. Because we get the Sasha stuff saying, we have to protect Maggie. Mm-hmm. You have to protect Maggie. You know, what is what is Sasha doing? I don't know. I, uh, I'm slightly more intrigued by her. Yeah, because she's the one that told Jesus to follow mm-hmm. you know, the truck to find out where the compound is. And she's what a- is she going to do with that information? She's a lot like Rosita right now. You know, he has to die. I'm okay if I die. Yeah. You know. As long as Maggie's okay, mm-hmm. you know, whatever risk is worth it. And I don't know if we need one person on this mission, let alone two. But I feel more confident in Sasha doing it than Rosita for whatever reason. Yeah. Oh, definitely with Sasha. Yeah. Sasha, even though Sasha did go through a crazy stage. Hey, those those stages are the best stages. But she's, I think, more level-headed and more intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosita's very impulsive and like, Rosita's emotional. Exa- exactly what you expect out of a Latina woman. You know, very fiery and passionate and yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes blinded by love. <laughs> you know, the love of a lost... Or blinded by vengeance. Yes. <laughs> Same thing. Tomato, yes. tomato. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a woman scorn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so we get some cool Maggie stuff. You you find out that the community is like all rallied behind her. Super all about Maggie. You, they're sending her pies. Well, how'd you feel about the apple? You gonna eat that apple? Yeah. Yeah, and the dude's like, dude, she's pregnant. I'm like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. I liked the pie scene better than the apple scene. Just how quickly she was able to sniff out an apple pie. Oh, yeah. She said she sniffed it before she even came to the door <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, I have three kids. My wife's been pregnant three times. It's like, it's true. They are voracious. She would have smoked that apple pie. Yeah. Oh, man. She was just like hound dogged it out of you. Oh, yeah. And I'm, for whatever reason, I'm a little worried at how like aggressive Maggie is at doing anything. She's kind of like a three-year-old. Like, no, no, no. I can do it. I, I, I can do it myself. It's okay. Yeah. So she's still just having to prove herself. It's like, Maggie, we know what you can do. Be taken care of for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I'm still on the fence about Maggie's character right now. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not exactly sure if I'm seeing her motivations just yet. I I think think she wants to be a leader. I think at the end of the episode, it comes pretty clear. I mean, 
we'll get to that point when we get there, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Anyway, someone I wasn't expecting to see this episode was Carol. <sighs> so we get Carol, and I love Carol. I love Morgan. And when them two were together having a little conversation, I was like, this is great. But one guy that I thought I was going to actually really enjoy a lot more is the Kingdom security guard. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he's just not really doing it for me that much. I don't know why it is. I think we'll like him in heated battles might break out moments. But as a rallying speech kind of guy, it's just not his character. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's... He has a weird... Guys, this is so stupid to even give a shit about this. But he has a weird face (laughs) and weird neck. And it's like, I can't... And there's like the shoulder pads and the gear he's wearing. It like makes him look weird. And then when he's giving the speech and stuff, I'm like, man, I totally agree with everything you're saying. I'm just not rallying behind it. But it's uh, it's like you're preaching to the wrong people here. Mm-hmm. You got one guy who doesn't want to kill, and you got one girl who just doesn't want anything to do with anybody anymore. It's like, man, you're putting your faith in the wrong folks. Yeah. You know? Um, like It's like, I really appreciate what he was trying to do. He just picked the wrong crowd. Yeah. And the speech just didn't motivate me. Maybe if he was given to other people, I would have been more rallied. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. You know, because he was like, you're talking about losing his whole family and, yeah. you know, how many people he's lost and all the stuff that's coming. And he knows that these people are, are terrible people and it's only going to take a couple things before they want to take everything. And um, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I believe all of this that you're saying. But for some reason, I just didn't feel it like I should, I thought. Because we knew it wasn't going to hit home. Like, the fact that, A, Carol's still able to just get off with this, I don't want anyone near me routine, it's got to go. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be able to be left alone, Carol. It's just not happening. Yeah, I don't... And we're not believing it. And And honestly, if that's really what she wants, then why haven't you left? Yeah. Just leave in the middle of the night. Just Just go. I mean, you've got enough food to last you like two weeks. Yeah, I think she's bullshitting Morgan. She, I think she likes Ezekiel coming around. She likes everybody coming around. Like she is almost wants to still be the. I mean, I don't want to say almost the center of attention because she's never really been that, but she just wants a little bit of spotlight. I don't know. I don't see Carol Caravan about that stuff, but I don't know. I think she has a a slight attachment to Ezekiel, and maybe a slight attachment to his ideal. You know. Um but yeah, so this security guard guy goes to his hidden camper. And he's got all these glasses and is showing all these gas tanks and stuff. I was like, oh, cool. He's going to come make a bunch of Molotov cocktails and like keep them for prep or something like yeah. that, like readying himself for some pretty good battle. If you don't have guns, Molotov cocktails are a pretty strong weapon. Um, but instead, he like, breaks down yeah as a full meltdown we even had a little bit of a facebook feedback about this scene about they just didn't like it they didn't think it well, fit the they didn't understand it they're mm-hmm. like why did he break down like what's going on um did he break down because he just wasn't able to convince them or did he have I, a flashback um i mean I, I think it just went to like you just said not being able to convince them and knowing that he's right and that you know, maybe one time they're not short on a drop, but they're short yeah. on a drop. And they're like, well, mm, now we need to come in and actually take half. Yeah. And then what happens then? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, 
But like I said I, I like a, a ton of this episode. Uh, this this scene kind of felt um, unnecessary, maybe. Like, I, I it think showed it's completely us, unnecessary. It shows a hidden camper. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like one that could have just been on the editing block. You know what this I mean? This fellow was like, well, we have an hour and a half episode. What else can we squeeze in here? I mean, are we giving this guy more screen time and more stuff because they need another non-original character to kill? Maybe, but I, I don't see him getting like a solo death. I see him dying in almost the war along with other people. You know, no, I mean, if this he gets, guy's gonna die on screen, I can guarantee it. Well, no, I mean, I'm not saying like not die on screen, but almost. Like in an invasion thing where 20 people are mowed down, he gets the zoomed in part of being mowed down. Yeah, uh, I, I, that's what I'm saying. When I say down screen, I mean, I think we're going to get a full-on death scene for this guy. Yeah, maybe, maybe he doesn't die, but I think he's dying. Yeah, I, I don't think he makes it through the season. He he has nothing left other than the community that he's living in. From I mean, he's lost his family. I see him going out in kind of a blazing glory, maybe silly way. You know what I mean? Not like silly, like oh that was stupid. Why did why did they put that in the show? But like he does something that it's like man, that's a little crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but nothing left to lose. Type of just I don't know. I would bonsai, say that's what am I, what yeah. am I thinking of? Uh, what was the? Oh my god. Pearl Harbor, the Japanese fire pipes, the uh, kamikaze, like yeah, a kamikaze, kamikaze move. Um, so something like that, I could see him trying to pull off. Just from he's slightly losing it, as well, we see. Innocent, he could try to pull a Rosita. Very possibly, but I think in a like a bigger show. Yeah, like load a truck full of explosive stuff. Whoa, that 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 we're speaking my language. Like if you he goes I mean? out like this, I maybe mean, you see the camper. And it has gas cans in yeah. it. He has all these glass jars and stuff. I'm like, what is to stop somebody from just making? Like, hey, I'm making a run, you know, dropping this off and just plow into the building and let it light up. You know what I mean? Some terrible, you know, Oklahoma City bombing style thing. You know? Now I've now you've got me thinking. It's just like, you know, we get everyone all rised up and everything. It's like we can't get through this wall. And it's like, guys, I've got you. And like you said, he's just got all the gas and stuff, and he just drives, hits the wall, and just a massive explosion. Right. And we get them funneling in. Because, I mean, we see the defenses of the Savior's compound. is like a bunch of walkers on spikes and all kinds of stuff like that. Kind of Morgan-esque. You know, when Morgan was going crazy. Yeah, little maze and everything. Clear days. You know. um, What's the best way to get through that? Well, Blow it all to hell. Sledgehammer with some explosives attached yeah, to it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I, 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 strangely, that's how I see that guy kind of going. I, w- I would strangely be okay with that. Oh, I would too. Just because I've not seen it. Yeah. You know, it'd be kind of something neat. But, um, anyway, let's get to the meat and taters of it. Spencer gets back to his apartment, sees that it's been ransacked, like Rick said, yeah. you know, when he found the stuff. It almost seems like that's when he fully comes to the full realization, I'm going to try this. Yeah. You know, I... You see it get all cleaned up. Um, he gets cleaned up, grabs a nice bottle of whiskey. Which, how did he still have this bottle of whiskey 
They, I mean, how is this thing not confiscated by somebody at this point in time? Didn't they show him pull it from one of the boxes? Yeah. Of the stuff he got, right? I thought so. Something like that. Anyway, yeah. He said he was going to take it to Negan or whatever. Well, I mean, like you say, you know, we see him getting dressed, you know, nice yep. and prepped. Almost like giving his speech to himself like he's a nice little uh, third hey. grader. Hey. hey. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You know, yeah. Like, Wow. You got a hot date coming, buddy? Yeah. And uh, sure enough, he was trying to score another hot date with Rosita. Yeah. On, on um, his way over. Well, he was just super confident. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you got this swagger and stuff. And I was starting to feel like, oh, this is going to go bad for you, buddy. Yeah. I wasn't feeling too good for him, but I did like the scene between him and Rosita. I did too. I did too. Uh, dude, tr- the rest of this episode, yeah. the next 20 minutes, whatever it is, is Fantastic. super strong. Fantastic. That was glorious. Um, he, you know, he walks over there. Rosita stops and talks. They have like a good conversation. It's like cool, but I just had this feeling like Negan's not going to appreciate this. You know? What oh I mean? no, I, I was certain Spencer was dead. Yeah. So when he, you know, he goes up there, offers him the drink. First off, Negan has got this weird body twist when he's yeah. standing on the porch. You, you see that where he kind of. He's like leaned over almost like he has scoliosis or something. And now that you mention his weird body twist, I hate to go back to like the dinner scene. But was his voice different? Like almost like raspier? I mean, I know he explains it later on to Rick as, you know, you've got me yelling. All Your people have me yelling. I've got me hoarse, yeah. Yeah, but when they're eating spaghetti and stuff, it seemed like he was working with a raspier. Like he was adding a different thing to his voice. I don't know if he was just... I don't like, know. I didn't know the actor it. was sick or something, or I was just hearing something. I didn't really notice it, but but okay. Anyway. <clears throat> but anyway, I just thought it was weird. It's it looks like it's an actor's choice mm-hmm. to do that. You know what I mean? To make him get that like twisted posture. Um, because he always does it too. You know, he's like walk, before he walks, he always does that lean back thing, mm-hmm. and then he'll take off. You know what I mean? But uh, anyway. So Spencer starts talking to him, sitting there like rocking chairs on the front porch, having a nice drink. Um, I love how he's just like sitting there being all casual. He's like, man, AC, running water, you know, nice whiskey to drink. Convince me. I'm buying a summer home here. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, (laughs) how are you not? Vacation spot. Yeah. He's like, how are you not just taking this compound? Like, what is so great about your compound that you can't just move it here? I don't know. Their compound is enormous, yeah. it looks like, and super highly defensible. Um, you don't need these big-ass walls if you are in a huge walled building. True. But, I mean, if you don't have running water... No, yeah, no. Then... No, that's serious business. And all the electricity they have and everything. Yeah. But, well, okay. Anyway, they, so they, they're having the drinks and stuff like that. He starts talking about the weather... He starts talking about, you know, well, the best thing would be with a pool table. And Spencer lets him know that there's one across the street in the garage. Yeah, I mean, it, this was the point where it was like red lights start flashing and everything. <laughs> I got sirens going off in my head. I was like, what is a cool way that Spencer can die right here? With a pool table. Yeah. Um, I was like, how's Lucille coming to play with this? Yeah. But super cool. They pull the pool table out into the middle of the street and start playing. And he's racking him for and stuff like that. And he's like, see, there's no way Rick would be out here playing like this. Uh-huh. You know, he's just like, you're racking the balls and you're doing all this. And 
Rick would be over here giving me that stink eye that he yeah. always gives, you <laughs> know, scowling. I'll just crack it up at all the oh, one-liners yeah. that you can throw it out. Absolutely. And it's cool how they do this. You know, he's got like secret service, uh-huh. you know, all around him. Um, and they're just playing. And this is where Spencer starts laying out his, you know, his three-point plan here. I'm my mother's son. She was Congress. She ran this community before Rick was here. You know, we didn't necessarily say this, but it was like, if she was still alive and Rick never came here, you wouldn't even know we exist. And I was just like, yeah, Spencer, you're, you're really barking up the wrong tree right now. Yeah, I um, I felt he like laid it out just fine, like a good politician would. You know, he's like, my mom died, my brother died, my dad died, all when Rick got here. And we were here for years with no issues. Mm-hmm. And ever since Rick's arrived, it's all kind of problems. you know. And I just thought it was my duty to tell you that Rick does not play well with others. It's like, yeah, he's well aware of that. Yeah, <laughs> He's got many men dead because for that very reason. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, okay, Spencer, you're like really taking a risk here. And I, but I just love the banter that they're pulling. Yeah. You know, I, I, I feel like Negan's like just sucking him in and sucking him in only like, to just drop the hammer on like him. Like kind of almost like, okay, you know, I, I see what you're saying. I can appreciate all of that. But if you're telling me all of this, why haven't you done anything? It was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, when the, when the ball drops... When he's like, so here you are, while Rick's out there working his ass off, earning for me, and here you are coming to me instead of doing something yourself. Yeah, waiting for Rick to not be around and try to get me to do your dirty work. Well, it's not like that. I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. So I thought for sure the pool cues would come into play on this. Or the pool balls. I thought it was going to be anything pool related. Or just yeah. like his head on the side with Lucille coming down almost like a curb stomp. Something. I thought something would have to do with the pool table. Um, but no. it turns out, no. Just an enormous buck knife. Look, I didn't even see this knife. No, I, no, no. I, I feel like he pulled it out of thin air and just gutted him like a pig. Yeah. And he was like... Where's your guts? You know, and then it's like he guts, he just cuts them open. Oh, silly me! Silly. There they are. They there. were there the whole time <laughs> on the inside. You know. Uh, oh man, I was cracking dude, up. This was glorious. I absolutely love this. Special effects people, great job. Yeah, not bad, man. That that's a tough thing to pull off. That usually just looks like some spaghetti. No, I or mean something terrible. These things were thick. Like I mean, you see them just fumbling out like as soon as like one piece falls like you see the piece behind it that would fall like yeah. with it and like yeah. it just keeps them uh, gravity's doing its work yeah you know such uh, a good job and he doesn't just die immediately no. he clearly bleeds out you know it takes him a while when he hits the ground even to die nice um, and slow i was just like hey good job we've seen people die from a single tiny pocket knife stab you know <laughs> in in split second this one, we get a nice gutting, yeah. horrific, somebody Holy. bleeds out. It takes a minute for yeah. them to die. You know? Go through shock. Yeah. Uh, just unbelievable. Can't believe what just happened. I mean, it might have been Spencer's best acting. 
Oh, you know, probably. Spencer's highest moment, you know, <laughs> his, his grand screen shot. Uh, 15 minutes of fame all ran out all at once. Absolutely. I love this, man. Like I said, we got, we got some really good Negan on here. And he's talking shit, talking about who wants to finish the game. Loved it. Uh, I was winning. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh, so someone's going to have to clean this up. Like This, yeah. this is not yeah. a good look. And he's like pointing at uh, <laughs> the other ones with the bloody knife and stuff. Um, oh, this is great, man. I loved this. And then... I don't, even rem- I don't even remember when he, he picked up Lucille... That's what it was. He walked over to Spencer with Lucille in his hand. Yeah. And he thought he might bash him. But instead he pulls the knife and guts him. Then Rosita pulls the trigger or pulls the gun. You hear the gunshot go off. Whiplash. Uh, uh, like pulls this gun out. Yeah. And we cut, we cut to commercial. I was like, nope. No, no, no. Somebody, that was probably somebody else's gun shooting Rosita. Yeah. As soon as they saw the gun come out. That's what I figured. And then we come back from commercial, and she's already on the ground. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she was shot. Yeah. No, not the case. She uh, she took a shot at the king. Yeah, took a shot at the king. And the queen took it. And hit Lucille. Wait, I- I'm going to be honest with you. I'm actually a little hurt that she hit Lucille. Yeah. Like, I- I'm with Negan here. Like She's never going to be the same. Her beautiful, no. smooth surface. Her beautiful, smooth surface. That's absolutely correct. You might as well not take the bullet out. Yeah. Take the bullet out and probably start cracking on you. No, you got to leave the bullet. Now we've got a corked bat. You know, he, yeah. Lucille's on PEDs. Uh, this was some glorious Negan acting. Yeah. He starts losing his shit <laughs> about Lucille. Uh, I absolutely love this. And I was just waiting for him to start just waylaying people. Um. Instead, we get a slightly piss poor decision, I thought. Okay, here's my biggest issue with this. Is now twice we've seen someone personally take a shot at Negan and that person doesn't pay. No, I don't mind that part. To me, that... No, because that's the thing. That's how you teach... The other person. You know what I'm saying? You you make them feel terrible regret for what they tried. I'm okay with that, but then you just go ahead and kill them anyway. Well, well so what did we learn this episode? Or the first time? Daryl punches him and he's like, that guy's got a lot of balls. Yeah. I want to turn that guy. So this time we get Rosita. She shoots Lucille. He's losing his mind. I think he would have full-blown bashed her to pieces. If he hadn't seen the bullet cartridge. Don't. That I don't like. Yeah, I was like, let, let, let's continue on the scene before we just. I, I wish he would have just been like, where the hell did you get that gun? You know, where's the ammo? Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Before he just like went straight into Seagal vision. Yeah. Where did you who who made this? Look at the crimp well, marks. E- even the fact that he's able to look down at a spent bullet case and just be like, yep. That I've been working in a gun factory, bullet making factory yeah. for the past 20 years before this started and I know a homemade bullet when I see one. Eh, let's calm down, Negan. There's about a 0% chance that you knew that that was a homemade bullet 
versus one that was made in the actual factory. Yeah. And then it's like, I love everything about this scene. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I wish they wouldn't have thrown that in there. I wish it was just when the girl that tackles, um, uh, what's her name? Rosita. Yeah, a rat. Yeah. And, and she's right down there next to the cartridge. Mm-hmm. I wish it was just her that picked it up. It was like, Negan, you got to look at this. You know, something looks off about this or anything. This, that would have been cool. You know, because I hated the fact that he just like, he's immediately zoned in on it. You know what I mean? I was just like, It's oh, like you're playing man. Resident Evil and it's like, hey, this bullet casing looks weird. And it's yeah, like, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> this bullet case is in the shape of a key. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, man. It's like, I wish it was the, the chick that tackled her that picked it up. It, it was a bit too far. Yeah, just too convenient. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, this leads to <laughs> her holding the big ass knife on Rosita, threatening to cut her face all up. And um, Rosita, you know, when I mean, we talk about Daryl having the ball, she leans into the knife. Oh yeah. She's like, please kill me. Yeah. Cause she's terrified that she's going to kill somebody else. Um, but then Negan says, you know, was a rat? Was that her yeah, name? I think so. Kill somebody. And she just turns and greases Olivia. I mean, right through the head. We we had one listener say, I'm just glad Carl came out with his other eye. Because last time this happened, yeah, Carl went down, an eye down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think we need to blind Carl at this point. Yeah, there was luckily not a ricochet off Olivia's <laughs> cheekbone. Because that's where it went in. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, nasty shot, you know. I'm not sure why she picked Olivia. Um, you know, maybe they just didn't want the community starving and wanted yeah. to really help them out. I guess it's a good choice as far as taking down somebody that's not necessarily necessity or somebody that's going out. Yeah, you know she's earning. not an earner. Yeah. So, I mean, really, what is she providing the group? True. I agree. Outside of now we need a legit and, babysitter. For and her job was inventory before, and that's no longer necessary. Yeah. So, but... Of course, we get some great Negan stuff, like, not who I would have chose necessarily, <laughs> um, but, you know, people are going hungry, and she, yeah, you know, was pretty doing some damage, you know, <laughs> that, that mouth and stuff like that, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, this is when Rick walks up, right? Well, it was as soon as Rosita fired a shot, Rick comes running over. Right. Well, Rick is pulling in, and we have- And realizes that Negan's group is there. Yeah. We get- uh, which I didn't, I don't know if I recall, were the guns still in there in the van? I couldn't tell if they were taking the guns out and stuff or. Yeah, no, I saw them. Okay. Yeah. They had like a big rubber made full of the guns. So the, so the saviors got the guns. Yeah. You even see one of them pick up and say, Hey, it's not too bad. You know? And okay. See, like, I thought so, but I was kind of mixing it with the Spencer right, Hall and everything. Right. And I wasn't sure. Then, of course, one of the douches pulls out that note with the middle finger and stuff like Which, that. Which, why do you take the note? I don't know. I don't know. And honestly, it's like, you're not going to let him even remotely explain? There's no point. Like, this is based <laughs> off of principle. And they just beat the shit yeah, out of Aaron. Like, I, I see why the saviors did and everything, and I understand why, as you said, beat the ever-living shit yeah, out of him. I, and to be honest with you, I think this would have almost been enough to turn Rick. Yeah. Right here. Because he's grown close to Aaron. He trusts Aaron. And Aaron gets the 
dog shit beat out of him. I mean, this was one of the worst beatings that we've seen on the show. It's one of those horrible ones, man. It's like even when you're like on YouTube and you see a street fight and it's like, oh, that's cool. And then you see that guy who punts somebody in the face yeah. when they're on the ground. I'm just like, oh, man. One of the running start kicks, too. Like, It's yeah. not a fun watch. You got two on one. One guy's kicking you in the spine. Uh, it's really not even two. It's two on none because you know the guy can't fight back. Yeah, he can't even, like, he can't even defend himself Yeah, because like, that could get you killed. You're almost scared to protect your face. I was legitimately worried about Aaron yeah. on this uh, this scene um, because they just wouldn't stop hitting him. I was like, they might kill Aaron. That could be the big death. I really hope Aaron doesn't become the new Glenn into where we're just worried about him every three or four episodes that he's doing something crazy. No, I don't think so. Aaron's got too too good a head on his shoulders, and he has Eric to work about and stuff yeah. like that. Like, I, I don't feel like that's Aaron's path. I hope not. And I think they learned a lot from the fans' feedback of Glenn's path, too. So, anyway. So, while that's going on, Olivia got sh- gets shot. And that's when you know they start trucking it over there yeah. to where it is. And, and Rick it- drops off Aaron to, with Eric and walks up to Negan and is like, we had a deal. You know, what the fuck's going on here? And I gotta say... This might be the second strongest, almost the strongest Negan sequence that we've had in the show so far. Oh, yeah. Where he's looking for the bullet maker. Yeah. You know, you got Rosita, you know, it's me, it's me. She leans into the blade. You got Tara trying to come out and say, it was me. And Eugene shows sack. And well, says, let's not say he, he shows sack. As, dude, it has been so easy for Eugene to just let somebody die for him. Well, I mean, I think Negan already knows who he thinks the bullet maker is as Eugene is in the corner pissing his pants. See, I don't think so. I think he thinks Eugene's just a big pussy, you know? But when Eugene says, I d- it was me, and starts spouting off yeah. like what it took to make it and stuff like that, he's like, hey, I-, I believe you. I believe it is you, you know? And then, of course, he's talking to Rick. He's like, um, I just did you a huge yeah. favor. Well, how about a thank you? Yeah. And he's just like, you killed one of my men. Well, you had one guy plotting a takeover for you. I gave you one less mouth to feed. And it was a mouth doing some serious damage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Somebody shot beautiful Lucille. And I haven't gone on a rampage. Yeah. And like doing all that. And he's like, I'm going to take your bullet maker. But don't even think by a mile we're even. Oh, yeah. And I, I felt legitimate fear for our group. Oh, yeah, because this is now... Well, we've already had two unexpected visits. Yeah. You know, they came early uh, the first visit, and they came early the second visit. He's talking about Carl came in and, and machine-gunned <laughs> a bunch of my men, and I brought him home for you. <laughs> Which, Safe and sound. Let's be real. Carl didn't machine gun down nearly enough, man. No. What, two? Yeah. Two people? Terrible. 30-round automatic rifle, you get two 60 people. 60-round. He 60 had the big round. clip. 60 rounds, two people. <laughs> like, Michonne could have done better than that. Oh, God. Michonne could have done better with a sniper rifle. <laughs> yeah. Um, Double kill, one shot. But as disturbing as it is, Negan has a slight point, you know. Oh, he has a point every time he brings this stuff up, which is what's so... He's so twisted 
Yeah. And like the way he's using like using these words and statements, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, I think Rick really does owe him a thank you. You know? Yeah, not in the way that you would think. Yeah, not it's in just, the way that you think, but I mean, he did just do a lot of things for Rick. Yeah. And I love that, you know, Rick's like, just just get your shit and leave. It's by the gate. Yeah. You know, get you know, your shit's by the gate. Just get it and go. And Negan says, I'm gonna go get my shit by the gate and go. You know what I mean? It's just like Yeah. But, I I still feel like Rick doesn't understand that Negan can take this whenever he wants. Yeah. And I love Rick looking at Carl, and Carl's just like, uh, sorry, Dad. Don't beat me, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> if I had 61 bullets, I'd have taken them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if that damn Dwight wasn't there. Uh, but yeah, so Negan leaves, and then we get Rick, you know, in contemplation. Uh, he's in the old jail cell that Morgan built. Yep. Um, and Michonne walks in. So it's like, all right, Michonne, I, it, you're already in a jail cell. I was like, are you bringing in your hostage? But turns out, no. Michonne's there to basically explain herself. Like, I had to go my way. Um, but you were right. The saviors have way too many people. Yeah. We're far outnumbered. And you kind of think that she might be going back on Rick's side. But instead, she has all this really great explanation of like, I can't do it. You can't do it, but we, we can, can do it. it. You know, we've made it this far. We're it's still time to fight. We're still breathing because we fight. You know, and if we die, you know what I mean. It's so like, be it. You know, it's it's either fight to live or this is not a life that we can continue to live. Right, and I was just like, and I was okay with job. that. Excellent, excellent, because you, no one wants to continue to see Meek Rick. No. Or just belittled, crushed Rick. And I think the biggest turning point that we're getting is a gift from Daryl, who we somehow forgot to mention. Oh, we totally the- forgot that Daryl decides to finally leave his jail yeah. cell. We, it's a little odd that the note is actually correct this time. And uh, just go ahead and leave. Like I didn't think that this was a trap. I, I thought that this was actually someone genuinely helping him. Well, so Zach was right. It's Jesus. It was Jesus that wrote this note and gave him the key. <laughs> so you still think it was Jesus? I, I'm thinking. I'm still thinking it's uh, Dwight's old girl. Maybe. And because like Jesus just happened to be there. Like I don't think Jesus was following him or anything. You know what? You're kind of right because Daryl's like, "Come on, I got the key." Yeah. Like, I feel like if Jesus had given him that key, Jesus would have still been there. Like, hey, we're going this way. Like he would have navigated him out. Yeah, and why does Jesus slide the key under his door? Why didn't he just, just let him out in. and say, hey, Daryl, let's yeah. get the fuck out of here. Um, we get Daryl. He ends up in Dwight's room. Okay, so you are thinking this was Dwight's room? Well, yeah, remember the little statues? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, in the I, bag? I, I was thinking that and everything, but like, I didn't know if other people were thinking that it was Dwight's room or not. Yeah. But uh, there is. Uh, I read a thing that Norman Reedus actually hates peanut butter. Oh, really? <laughs> and so, like, when you see the looks on his face of, like, eating the peanut butter and stuff, and, like, he's covering his mouth, and it looks like he's gagging, I think it's because he's legitimately gagging on actually eating this peanut butter. And what it looks like thing. he, I love he peanut butter. eats, like, an entire freaking jar of peanut butter. He does. And if you were starving like he was from eating fucking dog food sandwiches, yeah. you would eat it, too. Um, But, yeah, he gets out, about to pull his motorcycle out, 
and Fat Joey comes out. And I I said it back in what, episode two. Fat Joey had a very remarkable weapon. And it was only a matter of time before he met the axe. Yeah. But I think Daryl was absolutely correct. I think Fat Joey was saying, hey, you can walk right out that gate, man. But as soon as Daryl got around him, he was going to shoot Daryl. Yeah, well, if he wasn't, I don't know if he would have shot Daryl just because I don't think Fat Joey's got it in him, but he would have let loose the hounds. No, no, no. He'd have shot Daryl because he even said, I was supposed to be at that gate. Yeah. But you can just go, man. I don't even care. He knows what would happen if he was the man at the gate and Daryl got out. Okay, yeah. Because you he wasn't me. at post. Yeah, you convinced me. You know what I'm saying? And I think the fact that they showed the gun on Joey on the ground was like, yeah, okay, he was... And Daryl even says it. He's like, you know, these guys don't want half. They no. want all. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, first of all, savage beating by Daryl with a, was that a pipe? Yeah, it looked like a pipe or uh, like a tire iron. Tire iron. Yeah. Yeah. Tire iron probably makes more sense. And I was just like, man. And Jesus walks up and he's like, Daryl, fuck Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's just like, yeesh. And, but, you know, it was awesome when Daryl stands up and he finally says something like, not some weak shit. But also, how is Jesus still here? Yeah. I, because we saw Jesus on top of the Jeep. I know, or on top of the van. I know you didn't see him. I didn't see him. I'm telling you I didn't but see him. But he was definitely on top. Of was that, that not the truck that was parked right there that he comes around I thought he was in the same vehicle that Negan right, was in. That truck goes back to yeah Alexandria, and so like the fact that Jesus is still here because no it's idea. impossible it was that he was on top of that vehicle. I, like I told you, the, I did not <laughs> see him on top of the truck. The odds of him getting off of this truck, <laughs> it would and just landing in the middle of the thing with nobody noticing. I got nothing. Yeah, man, I don't know. Like. The whole Jesus sequence, the last two episodes, has just been... It's a little disjointed. Yeah. Not exactly sure how everything went. I um, mean, I guess he's David Blaine, and we just don't know it. <laughs> you know? Chris Angel. <laughs> more like. I just um, float over the gate. Yeah. <laughs> I can levitate. Yeah. But um, I like that Daryl took his bike. No could have taken oh, any. Oh, yeah. You know, but, and, of course, they gave him the key to his bike. Yeah. I mean, um, even though his bike is definitely looking like the crappiest bike there. No, 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 no. That bike is strictly designed that way. I I know it's like homemade and it's all souped up and. But no, I mean, I literally follow the classified moto. Oh, okay. They're, the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, they built that bike, and they they sell those bikes. Oh, really? And they're awesome. But they do. They look like that Mad Max style. It's really cool. That's the headlight that's like off center, mm-hmm. you know, off to one side and stuff. They made, they were making them, and I think they made one for the show too. Oh, but um, it's awesome. Good to know. So it's not, it's not like some piecemeal, you know, jobby. Yeah, no, I mean that's the kind of like because that's like the old World War Two with like the straight bars and everything. Oh, it just and I mean that that's the kind of bike I would personally want. But I'm saying like you got all like these nice polished like Harleys and everything, and then yeah, yeah. like, no, I'll take mine. Yeah, it's more like a kind of a cafe racer, mm-hmm. you know, really neat, stylish bike. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, but on top of that, he's able to leave this compound that we just saw Michonne cower at because they took out 
one guard? Yeah, I don't know. Jesus knows the way out, though. He parts the sea. He parts the walkers. Come he down, parts Moses. the fence. He parts the walls. Yeah, everything. <laughs> you know, it's just like... And he keeps them invisible and the bike silent <laughs> on the way out. Who knows, man? Walking hey, dead. Don't think too much yet. Um, but after the Michonne speech, Rick, we get another scene of Maggie climbing the fence and looking out and her breaking into a smile. Yeah. And at first I thought this was going to be Jesus and Daryl walking up. We'll get a little surprise. It's Rick, Michonne. Uh, who else is with them? Uh, uh, Rosita. Is Carl there? I don't think yeah, Carl, Carl's there. Is it? him and Enid have a moment yeah. at the end. Um, but yet again, this is the last time I'll harp on it. Just the time frame. Like, I mean, has it been a day? I think it's been a day. Like, did we? Because did we Michonne settle and Rick, up Alexandria. Yeah, because Michonne and Rick talking in the jail cell looked like it was yeah. either. Oh, and Tara's there too. I think too. New in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also, I think we bring the whole gang. I think the main group is what is there. Yeah, except for Father Gabriel. Yeah. So Maggie comes down to say hello. Sasha comes out, gets a moment with Rosita. Maggie gets a good moment with with Rick. Rick saying, "You were right all along. Yeah. We have to fight. Um, we yeah. need to make preparations." They like say we get the Carl and Enid. We get Carl and Enid smiling at each other. Uh, which I don't know. I I thought for sure Carl would not have the eye patch on. I thought he would have kind of. I thought it would have been really neat to show that he kind of did take that to heart, mm. even though he knows Negan was fucking with him. The whole thing of like, you look tough as shit with that. Yeah. With that, no eye. one's gonna mess with you. Yeah, with that no one fuck with you. I was like, you know, Carl probably would take that to heart. You know what I mean? But then, like you said, you know, rational speaks out. You know, <laughs> yeah, and as soon as Michelle sees you. With that eye mess, like, she'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> Cover that damn thing. You're going to get d- infected. Um, but then we see that Jesus and Daryl have been back at Hilltop. And we get a fantastic Man. bro hug Man. between Rick and Daryl. This was a truly touchy moment. Dude, this was serious good. Yeah. like I felt the love between them. Dude, this was strong walking dead. This was, this was Daryl and Rick leaning against the car after Rick had just bitten a man's throat out. Yeah, and they're covered in blood, and they're talking about how they're brothers, and it's just like this was it. Now, like I realize why Daryl just never said the "I'm Negan" or anything. Like this moment captured it perfectly. Yeah, this was so strong. This was the point where it's like Negan's talking about. Your right hand man. Yeah. You, everybody, you know, you got to have your right hand man. And it's like, here's his right hand man. We know Negan's right hand man is Simon. They're really setting it up for a possible Daryl Simon showdown. But you got to imagine that Dwight's going to have something to do with it, too. Well, I mean, this is just where I feel like the first time this is where Negan somehow made his first mistake. And I, I don't know what the actual mistake was. But I feel like he's made it. Yeah, and I look at this the new season coming up, it's gonna it's gonna be moving real fast. Hopefully. Well it has to. What is Negan gonna do when he gets back home? And Daryl's gone, fat Joey's been smashed to the hith. 
Um, That's my biggest thing is if there's not, if the first episode isn't an all out just search party. Well, needing doing a U-turn. Yeah. And immediately like canvassing the area all the way back to Alexandria. You know, checking Hilltop. I like, well, no, I like that he's at Hilltop because they at least don't know that Rick's group is at Hilltop. Yeah. No, no, no. But I'm saying like. I want Negan checking Hilltop. I want him checking the kingdom. Like I want him kicking in every door looking for Daryl. I mean, you saw what they did for Dwight and his yes. two women. I mean, they, it was serious search party. So I want to see that level almost magnified to get Daryl. And of course, they'll come straight back to Alexandria. Oh, yeah. And want to know where the fuck is Daryl. I mean, I, I don't even want him knocking at the gate. I want him driving straight through it. Absolutely. And which, what does that mean for Eugene, who who Negan takes? You know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like, hey, I got Eugene, bullet maker. They have to set his plot in motion. Yeah. Of Well, I mean, and part of the problem is Negan's not really strapped for ammo or anything. Well, not yet, but you still know that ammo is the new currency. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess it was just—it was so weird that he just took Eugene. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Eugene has now become extremely valuable. Yeah. At least until he teaches someone else how to do what he does. Which, if he's smart, he finds a way to never tell anybody. Yeah, he needs to now play the same game he played with Abraham. Yeah. Like c- confidential, bro. Can't tell you. Like, just I mean, gotta get me to Washington. You know, <laughs> like he he needs to be like uh, Walter White or something. Just be like, yeah, no, it's all by feel. I can't tell you the measurements. Like, yeah, the formulas. You it's all up here. Yeah. You would understand. It's way above you. Um, because he's he's extremely valuable now. Yes, extremely valuable. He's almost unkillable. Yeah, uh, like I said, unless you can get him to show others how to mm-hmm. do it. And if you're right, if if Eugene is smart, which we know he is smart, and he, he would never tell another soul or show another yeah. soul. I mean, if there's one thing he knows how to do, it's survive. Yeah. And if anything, Eugene will now be able to be completely straight up with Negan. Oh, I don't it's think like they can beat Negan. They could beat Eugene's ass, but he can just be like, if I show anybody, you'll just kill me. Yeah. So it's like, that's my only bargaining chip. It's like, why would I show you? Well, because I'm going to make your life live in hell. I'm still alive. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like... I don't know. It's, uh, I'll make whatever you want me to, but I'm not telling anyone how to do it. Yeah. Put me <laughs> in a dark room somewhere. I'll make it. You know, we had somebody talking about how they're going to torture Eugene to get it, and they're just going to put him in the room and just start playing Easy Street. And then Eugene's going to be like, <laughs> joke on you guys. They're like, we're just going to start seeing him do the Carlton, you know, start doing the little <laughs> dance moves. And I was hey, like, yeah. I love this jam. <laughs> a little yeah. bit louder. Yeah. Crank it to 11. Yeah. I don't know. You think I got this mullet for no reason? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm actually, once again, pretty pumped for the next episode, next season. You know, I'm excited to see how we, because I, I don't know how we're going to get introduced to the kingdom, like how Rick's going to find the kingdom or anything. Maybe it's just a scouting search and they somehow find it. No, no, no. Jesus knows about the kingdom. Oh, I guess the trading and everything. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. I completely forgot that Jesus knows there's other colonies out and about. Yeah, because I mean, I just remember Jesus' like first words was mm-hmm. like, "Your world's about to get way bigger," and it hasn't. Well, Our world has, theirs hasn't. 
yeah, they don't necessarily know about all the stuff, but but no, Jesus is aware. Yeah, so. I, I completely forgot about that. And so hopefully, you know, we get a nice, good little team up. And do we want to talk about the little premiere promo trailer? Or? Nah, I don't like to talk about it, and I don't, I don't remember a ton about it. I mean, I I know what the high points were, but nah, we'll just leave it, and we'll we'll see y'all next season. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> until then, I guess we'll see y'all till February. You know, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Bleed TV Podcast, or shoot us an email at bleedtvpodcast at gmail and uh, just have a little chat with us. You know, we love talking to y'all, having a good time, and just talking about... Yeah, great Facebook comments for this episode this oh, week. Oh, really absolutely loved them. And uh, that means the world to us because we just love talking to y'all and getting to know other fans of the shows and a little bit of us. But uh, until February, guys, I'm Cash. And I'm Jake. Thank you.